I'm Alexandra Kreis and you're listening to Outer Travel in a Journey. Journeying now for 30 years into the life and practice of yoga, I have met many who have taken interesting turns when past extraordinary bumps and reached unexpected places. People with whom I shared conversations about everyday struggles, intimate realizations, larger questions, ideas and dreams. So today, I'm passing on the mic to one of them so we could hear and celebrate the wisdom in people's differences and experiences. Hello, welcome back to Outer Travel in a Journey. On my show today, I have Alison Lowndes. Is that right, Alison? Hi, Alex. Hi, Ali. Ali is the managing and creative director of her own little shop called Ali, a little idea. Ah, I like that. <laughs> so well over the tongue. So Ali lives in uh, Ireland, Dublin, and we're here together to kind of give a little bit of encouragement through your story. I think I want to put this out to everybody out there who is feels creative and wants to get on her own feed, you know, to listen to how Ali did it and maybe get inspired. So <laughs> we did we did a long, long, long pre-talk before the show. So I have all the details here. <laughs> I was thinking that was the actual recording. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> um, so she, she said everything already I'm sorry dear listener <laughs> no we're coming back to this well yeah. uh, we're coming back to this because you said you know behind that shop Ali a little idea maybe let's talk about what you do actually right now to give a kind of to set the scene what are yeah. you selling so um, a little idea is basically um, it came about about 10, 11 years ago, um, when I was still working, managing a shop. And I wanted to do something creative outside of working for someone else. And I always had this idea in my head that I would one day work for myself. I wanted to be my own boss. And um, just for, I suppose, the flexibility of it all, because my long-term plans was to have a family and be around um, for them, you know, that I, that that I would be there and and also I suppose because I've always I've always been creative I've always had like a scissors in my hand cardboard paper fabric it's always been something that I, you know that I'd never be without so I'd always be making things and I suppose it was just the next step really to to do that as a career um so I suppose like I've lost my train of thought now. <laughs> yeah, because the question was very simple. What uh, what are you selling? So you're doing something, you know, like you're crafting things for yourself and it's kind of jewelry. That's what I kind of figured, isn't it? It's a yeah, yeah, so all my designs of jewelry are acrylic. Um, so they're all laser cut acrylic and um, they're really fun and colorful to wear. I, I'm crazy about like just bright colors. I wear a lot of black. And for me, wearing colorful accessories just to, to stand out, you know, against like the backdrop of white or black or, well, actually I, I wear a lot of pattern stuff as well, but with a black, look what I have on today. Like this is like patterns on top of black. But mm -hmm. I love just, I love colorful jewelry and 
Hmm. I've always been um I've always been interested about making my own jewelry and years ago I just decided to just go for it you know and yeah. and a lot of it is self-taught to be honest um and then I have like an amazing group of people behind me who mentored me and encouraged me and like you know that have that have I suppose worked in the background of I have an idea and I say right this is what I'm thinking of doing and you know like say for instance um one of my best friends Karen she runs her own marketing and uh, branding company so she's been amazing at helping my brand like build a brand and my marketing and the graphic design behind it as well because that's something that I that I never studied in college I studied photography um, yeah. I did a business course a management course when I was working you know, for someone else in, in, in retail. Mm. And so all of that, I suppose, helped me learn the backgrounds of, or the background of what it, what it takes to build your business. But um, unless you do it, you, there's just so much learning. There's so much, so much in the background. Never get so. there. And <laughs> you, you <laughs> yeah. And you said, you know, it was almost like every little stone or every little, turn you took were milestones that you didn't know yeah. but kind of noticed they kind of build up into becoming now your own CEO and to kind of run a quite successful jewelry business which you yeah. do yeah. like online especially. and on yeah. on markets right is where you sell or is it a shop well yeah. I started out at markets I had I had a website built but it wasn't very good and I started out in markets and I suppose the markets were great for introducing me to say my customers and what people wanted to wear, what they liked. So when I'd have a selection of stuff out of the markets and there'd be, you know, be different feedback on certain products because like you could always ask friends and friends would always go, oh, that's lovely. Yeah, and that's lovely. That's lovely. But it's, it's not until you get out there to your customer base that that's when you see what people want to wear, what they want to buy off you. Even, you know, when it comes down to how much it is, you know, you might be pricing yourself too low and mm -hmm. things are flying out and you're like, hang on a second, just, I'm, I might actually put my prices up here because these are really popular, like, you know, and I'm not making much on these at this price, so I need to put prices up. So even, even all that, you know, research you have to do at the start. But the markets were great for building, building customers, building um building a bit of a community as well you know i've met so many so many good friends from doing the markets and we're all there to help out each other as well and, and offer advice so that like the markets are great for that unfortunately at the moment there's not a lot of markets going on in dublin no and so you're selling online or what are you doing really um, yes yeah, so, so the website has been properly set up now the last few years and it's going really well and I've had I've got my stuff into um I think 23 24 shops now around Ireland mm -hmm. so yeah oh, oh, it's great you know like that's that's the one thing that I suppose pushes your product as well when you get it into a store let's say like an Irish design store um mm -hmm. or small independent boutique or cafes even um they're great at promoting your products and it's like free advertising for you as well because your stuff is sitting there in their stores and you're getting customers from all over the place seeing your seeing your work and then they might go on your website and um also you know what's been really important especially in the last year is my instagram and my social media feed um you do have to like i do spend a lot of time on that because it's important because it does generate sales 
Um, and it is important to get to get your name out there. I mean, everything seems to be through Instagram now. Yeah. You know? and, and if you don't have a website, then you don't have a business, basically. Yeah. You know? so, so that's so that's been really important in building the business as well. So yeah, like the, the markets are, are great. I still do markets um the odd time when they come up. And then the website and my stockist. So that's where my products are. Yeah, and that didn't come from nowhere. I mean, like, um, if you don't know, Ali, Ali is not just a woman, a successful artistic uh, woman, but she also is a mother and, you know, a wife. And so in between all these things that you have to manage and a house owner, um, what is it that's kind of keeping you driving forward? You know, like a lot of us who kind of step into self-employment, we feel like, It, it's like when you replace, no, let me put it the, another way, like when you replace your nine to five, which you came from as well, you know, into something creative and something that needs to sell, you, you cannot go back to that um, same way of working because you're in between everything, between your dogs, between your kids, between, you know, yeah. like what next step is it on the house, keeping your, you know, relationship alive with your husband. So what would what would you say like how did that affect you and how did you manage it without going crazy <laughs> <laughs> well there's definitely been a lot of stress along along the way and it's it's been it's been an absolute journey so far i mean this is only the start of it really and um yeah it's been it's been difficult i can't i can't lie about that it has been hard but luckily for me i have amazing support from Paul, my husband, he's, he's also running his own business. So we're, we're, we're very much equal in that sense. We know what each other needs time-wise, work-wise, family-wise. Mm. Um, and it, it does, it, like we, we have to make it work. We just have to. And, and I suppose the reason why I went into working for myself um, was for the fact that we wanted to start a family. We wanted to provide for them, give them, time with us plus also you know the nice things in life and luckily both our businesses have been really successful over the last few years and so we can provide that and it has been hard because we work every hour and when the kids go to bed they're so young that they go to bed early so when they go to bed we we work we you know mm. not every night but most nights you know your focus is always there to get your work done like anyone who would who'd be doing a nine to five and at the moment as well um i'm i'm in my studio i'm based in my studio monday to friday and then the kids are in school and crash so i try and get as much done when i'm there as possible um some days you know you're, you've less motivation than others and but yeah, yeah. i suppose i have to be strict on myself with my time you know years ago before kids came along I'd be just, I suppose, just like not really concentrating on a day's work, you know, when I started the business and I'd be like, oh, this to do, this to do, ah, oh, that can wait, you know, and I'd be up then till three o'clock in the morning doing jobs because by at 10 o'clock at night, I'm like, oh, I'm awake now, I'll do that job now or I have an idea yeah. for design now and, you know, it worked okay then, but there was a lot of time wasting. And I suppose having a family now has definitely <laughs> made me more aware of how much time yeah. I yeah. have to get things done in. And it's definitely made me more productive. Um, 
like and I'm glad you're saying this because I think a lot of moms, you know, like because I'm aware that I have a high kind of listener around, you know, like I have a lot of uh, my my audience is more female than male, and yeah. I feel like a lot of uh, mothers, you know, like who like to listen to a podcast while they do and whatever they do and taking the kids out. They struggle with the idea to come back onto their feet and into business and everything. And you just named it there. My my advice from a coaching perspective is always, you know, you got to make time and you got to be disciplined. And that sounds harsh, but, you know, like be more aware of that. It's a limited resource and know that you, you have a say in your own time. You know, that's what I... Awesome. feel how does that feel you know like if I can ask you that per- more personal question you know like uh, where do you draw the line you know how do you make that work for your consciousness and for your heart because the little ones are so dear and the dogs are so dear and everything is so dear so where do you put yourself first and how yeah it, it's difficult and you have to nearly pencil things down on paper in a sense like a to-do list you know you like I'd set myself certain jobs to do certain goals for that day to do with work and then once they come home then the time with the kids dinner I mean there's a lot of you don't sit down till probably 10 at night you know because once like the kids are fed and put to bed and um well the time spent with them you know playing having dinner going for your walk or whatever you know if it's a nice summer evening getting them out before they go to bed not like all that time um it's lovely. And then you're just thinking, okay, once they go to bed now, I gotta I gotta get my work brain switched back on again and do these emails or do this little bit of admin or do a bit of work on the website or or plan what I'm gonna do the next day, whether that be a photo shoot for jewelry or you know, how many orders I've I've got for the next day, or um like every day is so different. So I mean, yeah. take for example my Monday mornings. I'm I I suppose I spend until about two o'clock three o'clock in the afternoon just doing emails and admin and social media setting it up for the week and then Tuesdays is a bit more into like making or packing orders Wednesday again a bit more making packing orders all other stuff is happening in the background emails coming in and you know inquiries coming in and and I tend to jump from one thing to the other and then I'm finding this was I mean even up to a few a few weeks ago um it just got very overwhelming so now I have to schedule in right this is all I'm doing this day this is what I'm doing this day if an email comes in past three o'clock whatever that's grand that can be looked at tomorrow because I need to make this order up or I need to pack this shop order up or I need to deliver something or you know like a big job like you know, making a batch of jewelry, making a batch of headbands or hmm. cards or something like that. So it's just, it's focusing on one thing when you've got a lot of jobs to do, it can be so overwhelming. So it's easier just to write it all down, focus on, right, I need to do that job now and then tick it off. And if you don't get it done by five o'clock when you need to go home, it doesn't matter. It can wait till the next day. So what we're talking about here, you know, like so so wisely, because that's what I do 
as well you know i need to as a they call us solopreneurs or entrepreneurs you know like if you run your own business that you 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 definitely get to see um everything you know behind the curtain so to speak and you have to take care of that and that doesn't happen just on the wayside so I hear what I hear you saying and that's the way I function a lot myself you know there is certain days that are there for certain things like Tuesdays is my podcast day (laughs) (laughs) I record my podcast because that is the fun day and then everything around podcast happens on Tuesdays and coaching yeah. happens on blah, blah 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 and and within the day you have to have the discipline to say like these are my mornings and these are my frames yeah, yeah. let's go one step back before we move forward um hmm. like what was the essential kick for you to to really make that switch in career you know um a big part of it was always in the back of my mind that I wanted to be my own boss. Um, and I think throughout working, like the years spent working for someone else and learning the backgrounds of how a business builds up was was very, um, I was just, I was very fortunate, I suppose, who, who I worked with um, that I was sent on management courses, business courses. And I learned a lot about, I suppose, growing a business. So that helped me that I didn't have to kind of think about, right, I need to do those now. I need to do this now in order to have a business. It was sort of already done. It was there. It was in the background. It just was, you know, I suppose, waiting to come out for when I did, yeah. or for, sorry, for when I, for when I started my own business. Mm-hmm. Um, now, in saying that, there was so much that I didn't know and I'm, and I'm still learning. There's so much now that I'm still yeah. learning. I am questioning. That doesn't matter. That's that. What keeps oh. it interesting, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not yeah. like like as I say, you know, if you're an office person and you prefer to go in, you know, do your thing and go, that's fine. But for some of us, you know, particularly in the artist area, it's like it's that's the fun. That's where you keep going to keep exploring it and to to really live with the consequences, which yeah. can be shocking at times. But then. Um, it's all worth it because you know you dug your way out of it yourself right yeah no definitely and I mean I've always wanted to have um, I suppose a job where I get to talk to people all the time (laughs) which is lovely because when I do the markets I just get to meet people and I think it works both ways because people want to talk to the maker they want to meet the maker and they want to ask you know about oh how do you make this or how do you do that or where did you come up with this design and and it's lovely talking to people who enjoy looking at the jewellery and wearing the jewellery. It's just lovely, you know, and I take massive pleasure out of that, that I can make someone else really happy by wearing a piece of my jewellery. And that makes me happy. Like, I, I just think that's the best thing in the world when I get some nice feedback from someone, you know, especially I mean, the last year, people have been stuck at home and you know, they get something nice through the post that they've ordered from my website or a friend has ordered for them. And, you know, this sparkly envelope comes and they're like, oh, wow, amazing. You know, and it could be a, a, yeah. a horrible rainy day outside and, and this comes in the post for them and they've messaged me saying, you just made my day, you know, by getting this in, in the post. Like, I'm just loving it. And it, mm-hmm. it, makes, it makes my day when I get feedback like that. It's really, really lovely. Mm-hmm. And... um. 
what was the other question you asked me there Alex sorry there's something else I was going to tell you there yeah. I've lost my train of thought again <laughs> but I think you you I mean I love what you're saying because you know even the little the tiniest thing you know that creative thing that you want to do yeah. and don't trust that it moves forward as a sustainable business can mm -hmm. be a sustainable business if you love it because what I hear you saying is that you're absolutely enjoying part of the process you know like the making is probably a lot of fun for you and then yeah. you know selling it is a fun for you because you get to talk to people getting the feedback and all these little things add up to uh to to really what we want from life to me you know like we want to all live a happy life and happy doesn't often mean like you know safe but it means simply trying to go for what makes you shine and you happy so there's a there's a massive amount of support here in ireland for Irish design, Irish made, um, it's just been brilliant. I mean, the last year especially, there's been such a push here in Ireland to, to buy local and buy from your independent shops, buy from your independent cafes, buy from, you know, small makers. And it makes such a difference. I mean, the amount of, the amount of revenue that Irish designers and makers bring to this country, to our government is unbelievable. I mean, there's so many amazing creative designers people out there like there's just it's, it's just there's, there's, there's just there's so many like it's brilliant you know that there's yeah. such a, a huge creative community here in Ireland and the last year definitely people have I suppose been more conscious of where they buy from who they buy from and what they buy um so that has definitely helped with a business say like mine which is a, a small business um, there's just me here, you know, making it all, signing it all, packing it up, answering the emails, yeah. doing the social media stuff, answering messages on Instagram. It's just me. And it's lovely, I suppose, for my customers that they have that personal touch. If you buy from, I suppose, one of the bigger chains or the bigger online stores, you don't get that. You don't get the personal note written in your package and maybe a little gift thrown in with it. Whereas if you buy from an independent hmm. um, person, you know, an Irish designer or an independent business, you're going to get that special treatment because our customers are everything to us. Yeah. Um, and we want to make their day just like they've made our day by purchasing yeah. from us. Yeah. You know, it works both ways, definitely. And, and as I say to you, it's lovely then when someone sends you a message, you know, giving you feedback on, oh, hmm. I love my earrings and thanks for the little brooch or the little studs you threw in with that it's a lovely touch and the little note and and I suppose it does just kind of bring it back home where you're thinking yeah do you know because I love when I get stuff like that in the post so I want my customers to also yeah feel that happiness when they get something in the post from me as well yeah and it I think it would work really it works for so many reasons either is a greater consciousness arising around sustainability maybe food yeah. maybe slow food maybe purchasing things throwing away things so that's one thing that supports you and the other thing is that I noticed myself I love that too you know sending stuff out to my clients in the post you know and how much do we get in the post these days we don't and it, it really shifts the business back into 
out of the technology world into noticing that you're dealing with someone and that you're in a connection with someone. Yeah. And the, the third factor, and I think you, um, we haven't revealed that yet, but when you chose then to become self-employed that was in a crisis that kind of hit um, almost mm. all Europe and US, you know, the, two, the crisis of 2009 and a lot of shops got closed and that was for you the kickstart. And I've, and personally, I feel we are in, in one of these moments in time where I feel it's a good time to yeah. try your own thing because everybody will forgive you and everybody is ready to support you, you know, for changing career, doing something new. So yeah, I heard, I stopped yabbering and you can get back. <laughs> no, for me, it was definitely the kick up the bum I needed because I always wanted to set up my own business and the recession, and been made redundant definitely I was like okay this is my chance now if I don't do it now when will I you know so I, I really wanted to do it so I just went for it and it was scary because for the first few years of setting up the business I had I had no money everything that came in went straight back out again um but luckily for me you know I just kind of plowed on through I had amazing support from from friends and family from Paul my husband and he was basically at the same stage as me we were both set up our businesses at the mm -hmm. same time he was made redundant pretty much within a few months of me being made, being made redundant so it was like it was tough it was really tough you know and then um because we'd planned to start a family and um, we were both only about a year or two into our businesses when when Lucas was born and I didn't really take much maternity leave because I was like, no, I have to get this business off the ground. Paul's business was starting to shift up a gear. It was, you know, so we just very, very slowly built our businesses up through a lot of hard work, many hours, just many late nights, just, mm -hmm. you know, doing mm -hmm. what we love. But yeah. it, I mean, it's paying off. We we love what we do. It's brilliant. And I mean, what, I, what I'd even kind of say to other people out there who are, thinking about setting up a business is yeah it's scary but get as much advice from people who've already done it talk to them ask them loads of questions even if they you know they think oh no that's a silly question it's not like ask loads of questions do your research do your background research and um, like I have so many friends that I've met through doing what I do who have now said you know because of you I'm, I'm going to set up my own business and it's amazing and, and they've done really well they're, you know they're, they're doing really well out of it and um, it's just lovely like it's lovely that, that I could inspire someone because I've had so many people who inspire me and still do to do you know to do what I do yeah. and I mean um, yeah like the recession definitely it did kickstart something and I haven't I haven't looked back I wouldn't want to be working for anyone else now I really wouldn't you know and and it, it has meant from 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 building up the business and now it's at a stage where um it's fairly established I've got so many ideas for it so many new lines of designs that I want to do and even enter into a totally different market you know I kind of wanted to go go down now for the future starts doing like homewares and 
um, I suppose be a full kind of lifestyle brand. Um, so that's all in the future, but that's my plan for the business. So, I mean, it's, it's cool. forever growing. It's for, I just, I, I can't switch off basically. <laughs> that's the honest truth. Oh, why? why not? I mean, we can create endlessly. That's what, you know, like, yeah, we'll say that's why we came to this earth, you know, just because spirit wanted to express itself. And if it does it in this expanding way, why not go for it? You know, if you just stay doing the same thing forever and ever, you get bored, you lose the passion for it. So <laughs> I think when when you have that creative bone in your body, you're constantly thinking of, right, what's the next thing I'm going to do? What's the next thing I'm going to make? What's you know, what's my next idea that I can explode into something amazing and yeah like it, you're forever just thinking about the future I suppose you know yeah. and I mean like as I say to you one thing that I have been I suppose that's influenced me massively um is interiors I love interiors and that comes true even in my jewelry and say the color choices the designs and mm. I have like which Paul hates. I suppose I have like a couple of hundred interior magazines <laughs> in the house. <laughs> I get to read all them. I like, I do. I flick through them all the time. But I'm constantly, wherever I go, whether it's a shop, um, whether it's, uh, I suppose, a gallery, anywhere I go, I'm just taking it all in. It's all going into my head, processing it. And yeah, that's nice colour together. That's nice design. That's nice shape. And it, it seems to then come out in my designs. Mm. You know, I suppose I'm just influenced by so much around me. And you know what? One thing that um, I'm going off the topic a little bit here, but one thing that I've I've that I miss is when I go traveling. Right now, it's like I I I love Berlin. I love London for like just looking at the shops, the yeah. visual merchandising in shops, and how things are how things are laid out and and I I miss that about when I travel it's something that I always do um like when me and Paul go traveling and we go into a certain shop I have to go into the shop just I want to have a look at like how they've displayed such and such and he knows that's when it's his time to stop talking to me because I'm just looking at stuff and taking it <laughs> but I love that like about the shops in Berlin mm. you know the shops in London that's yeah I, I love that. I miss yeah. not being able to do that at the moment. Yeah, and we're all looking forward to that, I, I suppose. You know, like it's opening yeah. up here and I know it's opening up in Ireland as well, slowly. And yeah, yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. To see and it's only, it'll only take a blink of an eye before we're back in, looking at shops and traveling and, you know, enjoying yeah. and I have the real world. <laughs> thank you Ali that was beautiful and encouraging I found that very encouraging what you had to say and uh, so well portrayed between the ups and the downs is there one little thing a gift of some kind uh, that you want to leave with the listener um do you know I suppose like what I was saying earlier for anyone who was thinking about setting up their business um is to just research, 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 definitely. Because if you have a product that you want to get out to customers and you're finding it's not working, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, why aren't people buying this? Then you just got to, I suppose, take a step back and say, okay, is it to do with the price? Are you making, well, 
that's another thing, you know, when it comes to say the price and stuff, it's not a business unless you're making money on it as well. Because yeah. I mean, like you have to put a, a, a good price on your skill, your design, the hours of work that go into it. Like some of my designs I've had there for a year and I'll go back to them. So, I mean, things can take a long time to, to design up. And um, I suppose you have to kind of consider that when you're say pricing something or like buying your materials for that product, you have to make sure that it's going to be a viable business. So <laughs> your research is so important um, and meet people talk to people who are in that field. They're not your competition. They're going to be there to help you because they started out exactly the same. And just, I suppose, you know, when you're talking to people, that's also your research. Like loads of big companies do all these market and research. They spend thousands and thousands every year on market research. For a small business, you don't have that. So you have to just go out and talk to people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I suppose, you know, there's, there's lots of different places. Like here in Ireland, there's local enterprise, there's um, Design and Crafts Council of Ireland that you can talk to and get advice, you know, for what, what your idea is. Um, and they will advise you, set you up with a mentor. Um, and there's funding available. There's, there's different avenues like that, you know, when you are sort of... Um, I suppose when you have your idea, your idea is already out there. If you're not fully established, but your idea is definitely out there within, you know, the public eye. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, definitely research is, excuse me, research is a massive, massive thing. And I mean, have fun in it as well, because if you're not going to have fun making or doing or designing what it is, um, like it comes across in your work, I suppose, as well. Like I... I've done over the years, there's loads of products that I've, that I've made mm. that I'm not happy with. So I don't do them anymore. Yeah. And it's as simple as that, really. I don't enjoy making them. I don't enjoy the process behind it, you know, um, or it's not making the, the money that it should be making on it. And it costs too much to produce. So that goes. Um, but all that is all learned through years and years of building up the business. Um, so, yeah, no, definitely the research is a massive thing and enjoy it. It can be stressful, but to enjoy mm. building up that business and enjoy meeting people who who will help you along the way. Like, you know, no one is no one is going to be sort of out to get you as such. You know, people are there to help, and I suppose you kind of have to think, right? Okay, I got to find my people here. I got to find my community of who is there to help me. And when you find those people, they're there, and it's amazing. It's brilliant. Thank you. Uh, good final words. <laughs> Sorry, a lot of words. <laughs> yes. There's a, for those who are not from Ireland, there is a, a stone in Ireland that you kiss and then it gives you the gift of talking. Stone. I've never kissed it, actually. <laughs> I think you do. <laughs> Isn't it down in Cork, Alex? I think that's where it is. No, um, Blani, Blani, yeah, it's cut down in the south. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, near Cork. Well, anyway, thank you, dear listener, for um, sitting here with us today, and thank you, Ali, for making time in your busy, busy, busy schedule. Well, until next time, then. Thank you.